Welcome to the Unicorn Entrepreneur, the podcast that teaches women entrepreneurs how to create a business that earns more money. I'm Felicia Allison Bunbury Brown, attorney, wife, French bulldog mom, beach bum, and owner of a multiple six figure business. And I'm excited to teach you how to become a unicorn entrepreneur. This podcast is for you if you have a business or want to start a business and want to learn the tricks and tools to get your first client, your first six figures, and so much more than that. If you want more money and more satisfaction, you're in the right place. Pull up your seat. Let's go get them, unicorns. Hey guys, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Hey unicorn friends, I'm so excited. I'm so excited about the topic. It's one of my favorite topics to talk about um, and I can't wait to deep dive into that. But before we do that, uh, I'm doing great. (laughs) For those of you who may be interested in that, I'm doing great in the sense of I'm grateful to be alive. I'm grateful for the food um, that I have. I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful that my mind is intact. I'm grateful for the love that I have for my family, my husband, my puppy. I'm so grateful for the relationship I have with God. I'm so grateful for anybody listening to this podcast, anybody who is a friend in in my head too. And we're just trying to level up, be better, boss up and live this life as if it's finite, because it is. Thank you. Appreciate you. I'm grateful for you. Now let's get to the get to. Let's get to why we're here today. Today we're talking about finishing strong. October 1st is approaching. And I don't know when this is going to be released. It may be in November. (laughs) Maybe in November, but the principle still applies. It's the fourth quarter. And either you are tapped out, emotionally drained, can't wait. You know, people keep on saying, let's cancel 2020. It's not canceled. (laughs) You know, 2020 has been such a tough year for this nation. It's been such, it's an election year. It also is the year in which the pandemic decimated the planet in, in, in many instances. Social distancing, mental health struggles, financial struggles, relational struggles. You know, the single mom or single dad that has multiple children that you have to homeschool as well as go to school. Or you had to make the difficult decision to send your child to school and just worrying about implications of that on top of normal stress, on top of the racial unrest and inequality that is going on and how polarizing that is. Now, I just want to be clear that here at the Unicorn Entrepreneur, we love diversity. We love everybody. We don't tolerate injustice and we are also unicorns. So we stand firmly and speak loudly when things are not going the way we know in our hearts that they should be going. Okay. And one of the biggest motivations for me starting this podcast is that there's so many people who are unhappy. There's so many people who have a dream inside of them. They want to do something great. They want to start a business. They want to start a podcast. They want to write the book. You know, um, they want to eat, pray, love, and go to India. They want to X, Y, Z, and they're too afraid. 
we're not afraid. Unicorns are not afraid to use our voice. Unicorns are not afraid to speak up. Unicorns are not afraid to live their dreams. We're not afraid. And on this platform, anytime I feel a particular kind of way politically, if I uh, think things are not going the way they should be going, then I'm going to speak on it. And if people don't like it, you know, there's lots of other options. But I would say this, to be emotionally mature, to have a high emotional intelligence is to be open to other ideas, is to be open to an opposing view, is to be open to changing. I've said all that to say this. Uh, The last couple of weeks, the grand jury came out in the Breonna Taylor case and they chose not to indict the three officers for murdering her. One officer was indicted for endangering a neighbor. I saw this meme, white walls matter more than black lives. Now I'm an attorney um, by trade and I can't lie, I don't know the ballistics. I don't know the evidence that was presented to the grand jury. What I do know as a former criminal defense attorney who I've picked juries, I've been in the grand jury with my client. I know what goes on, that what happened is despicable. It's so easy to get a grand jury to convict. There's no judge. It's just the DA. And if the DA is doing his or her job, a ham sandwich can get indicted. The saying goes, shame on all who are involved. There will be a day of reckoning. We all have to meet our makers. We all have to be accountable. We are tired. Black people, we are tired. We are tired of spilling blood in this country. We are tired of the excuses. We're tired of the thinly veiled racist comments. Brianna Taylor, I am Brianna Taylor. She was an educated, beautiful, young, smart African-American woman. And she was sleeping in her bed. And the officers did not have, uh, they had a no-knock warrant. And the thing about that is that the warrant shouldn't have been issued. That's a whole nother conversation. And I'm not going to go into the, the legal analysis of that. Shouldn't have been issued to begin with. But they knock, they, they, they you know, breach her apartment. They shoot into the apartment and she dies in a hail of bullets as her boyfriend, rightfully so, is thinking he is shooting intruders. Now, Brianna Taylor and her boyfriend, neither of them had a criminal record. Nothing was found in the house. No drugs. The gun that her boyfriend had was legal. And it's despicable. I cry for Brianna Taylor. And I hope anybody does. It doesn't matter what your politics may be. It really doesn't. A human being died who is not a drug pin or a drug king. Her boyfriend wasn't involved in drugs. And they had suspicions that back in January for a two-week period only, someone may have been in the apartment. Come on. Come on. And I just wanted to speak on that. I am appalled. The system has failed her. And you know what? I'm not one of these people who am 
emotionally tapped out. I will never be emotionally tapped out. I will never be fatigued. Too many of our ancestors died for me to even be to be an attorney, for me to even have a podcast, for me to even have a voice. I am not tired. I will continue to use my platform to bring light to the injustices that happen. And what I can say is make sure that you're voting in as far as your local elections, Congress and the appropriate people, because that is what impacts you the most. Make sure that you are looking at these people's records. We are human beings. I'm a Christian. It doesn't matter the color of Brianna Taylor. I would cry the same tears if she was white, Asian, Indian, whatever. I would cry the same tears because a human being who was young, I believe she's 26 years old and vivacious and wanted to get probably get married and have kids and, you know, become a nurse. I believe she was in nursing school and she was a paramedic. She had every, she had everything going for her and it's not okay. And I would say, don't be the kind of person where something has to happen to you for you to feel for it. I just think about how about if that was me? How about if that were my sister or my best friend or my mom? I just say, oh my gosh, and then do something about it. And that's why this episode and this podcast is important because we need to have money and we need to boss up so that we can fund political campaigns. And so we can fund the things that help our communities and that are near and dear to our heart. Now, that was definitely not on the docket today, but I just felt some kind of way, a little bit, a little something. So everyone has a plan, guys, until they get punched in the face. Unicorns get punched in the face and we improvise, adapt, and overcome. 2020 has punched us in the face, but we are resilient and we must finish strong. Now, I'm Felicia Allison Bunbury of FeliciaAllisonBunbury.com. Welcome to another episode of The Unicorn Entrepreneur. If you're new, welcome. We are a community of women entrepreneurs who rebel against the status quo and dare to create the businesses and lives of our dreams. I teach six tenets to help my unicorn friends reach their goal. If you want to learn more about the six tenets, then go to FeliciaAllisonBunbury.com. On today's episode, we are talking about, we're deep diving about finishing strong. I just felt like this episode was so necessary because just if you go on social media, if you speak, people have counted 2020 out. I often say time is finite. It's not over. Now, I like to study greats and Fortune 500 companies, Fortune 100 companies, they use the third and fourth quarters to plan for the first quarter and also obviously plan for the the instant quarters. And you have to stay ready so you don't get ready. You have to have a plan. Don't let the fact that 2020 has been very emotionally taxing, okay, be an excuse for you to be the same person you were in 2019 come 2021. Use this time to plan and execute like the unicorn you are. It is so essential. It's so essential for you to do that if you want to see some meaningful change. Now, how you do anything is how you do everything. 
I'll say that again. I love this quote. How you do anything is how you do everything. Okay. So how are we finishing this quarter? October 1st, 2020, we are in the fourth quarter. And if you notice about in sports, I love sports. Um, Kobe Bryant is, was my favorite basketball player and he passed this year. And the one thing I loved about him and Jordan and all of the greats is that a good player might give you 20 points, 18 points, most nights. An excellent player, a relentless player, a great, a top five player, actually probably top 15, 20, they're going to close again and again and again. They fail sometimes, but they are closers. In high pressure situations, they execute. When everybody else is sleeping, they are shooting in the gym. Can you tell me when is the last time you shot in the proverbial gym? Whatever it is you want to be great in. For all my writers, are you getting up early before everybody to write one chapter of your book? For all the people who want to lose the same 50 pounds, are you working out an hour a day? All the people who want to have podcasts, have you watched the YouTubes and listened to the podcast episodes of how to start a podcast? Are you shooting in the gym? I read somewhere, I read this book called Relentless from one of Kobe Bryant's coaches. And I read in it that he actually was the coach of Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and Dwayne Wade. And he said something about, he talks about the difference between good, great, exceptional closers. And I think it's phenomenal. Listen to it, read it, do what you need to do. Relentless is the name of the book. And I read it a number of years ago. Excellent read talks about that Mamba mentality, that thing that certain people have. Now, some people just have it, but you can cultivate it. That's the good news. So I believe that Kobe before practice would get up like five o'clock in the morning and shoot 200 jump shots, something to that extent. That is the price that you have to pay to be exceptional. Okay. There, there's no shortcuts. You have to, in whatever your respective craft is, do that to some extent. It may not be the morning. It might be the night for you. Or you may work seven days a week. Or you might take a side job just to get the initial capital to start whatever business you need. You know, you just have to be able pretty much to do what most people aren't willing to do to get what most people will never have. And that's the point. Now, I'm going to ask you, what is your plan? Because you have to have one. What is your plan to finish out this year good? Now, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. And I want to share a story with you guys. So I started my law firm. It's the first business I ever started in 2017. And I started my firm and the firm was virtual from day one. I do have offices. However, I mostly always work from home. My staff works from home. My systems, my technology, my being paperless, my phone system, my intake system, my sales process all support. So therefore, anyone on my staff can work anywhere in the world. And, you know, as long as you have internet, a laptop and a phone, we can make this thing happen. And the beauty of that is keeping the overhead low allowed me to really ramp up marketing and then also keep a lot of that overhead in the form of profit. And let's be very clear, as the CEO of my business, I am responsible for the financial health of 
my business. So if you are if you have a business, you are a CEO and you are responsible for the financial health of your business. If your business is not financially healthy, look in the mirror. You're not doing something right. And we need to figure that out. Okay, we need to figure out what all is happening. Either you're not getting marketing together, you're not either converting, your delivery might be bottlenecked. There's something going on in that process. And you need to figure out what that is. And again, that's why having a coach, I coach. There's other amazing coaches if I'm not your forte, but having a coach to direct you is great. It's awesome. So Again, my firm was virtual. So when everything hit, I didn't have to get ready. I was already ready. So when the pandemic happened and a lot of my colleagues were just trying to figure out how to how to lead a team virtually, how to have telephone conferences, Zoom conferences virtually, how to sell over the phone, credit card systems, I was already there. And that was an advantage. So when a lot of people were panicking, I was spending that same energy they were spending panicking on ramping up my marketing. And I'm having very, very good months this month, last month, and the month prior. So why was I able to do that? Because I recognized that certain things were archaic. Doesn't mean, you know, hey, if I had five kids, I'd probably have a dedicated office. It'd probably be impossible for me to work from home. But when I thought about it, I thought about where is the practice of law headed, not where it was. And the reason I'm sharing this is not because I want a golden star biscuit. I really don't. I want to bless you with it. Um, Eat the bones up. Eat the fish, throw away the bones, is what I wanted to say. Eat the fish, throw away the bones. So what I'm saying is that whatever hits you, that's what God has for you. What doesn't, disregard and keep it moving. Everything isn't for everyone, um, but something is going to be for you. If you know me, you know I'm obsessed with the tools and tricks that help unicorn entrepreneurs level up their businesses. Now to increase revenue, add more zeros to your bank account, it's necessary to create, nurture, and convert the tribe. I've used several email service providers and I've discovered that ConvertKit is the best by far. They're flexible, easy to use, and they have amazing customer service. That's not all. ConvertKit makes it super easy to give out opt-ins or lead magnets. You can also add multiple lead magnets and forms to the same list, which is awesome. ConvertKit also makes it super easy to automate emails to your tribe. Wanna sign up and support this podcast? Great, go to the show description and double click the relevant link. Now back to the show. So essentially, when you're looking to start a business or you're in a business, don't be so obsessed with what the traditional way of doing the business is. You do need to look at the blueprint, but you also have to be looking forward. And what 2020 has provided us is that a pandemic can hit at any time, um, causing us to have to stay home, causing businesses to shut down. So how are you going to adopt your business or cultivate a business that helps you and your family be insulated from that. Now, number one, you need multiple streams of income. So if you only have one income, you may want to start an online business. You may want to start a virtual business to supplement that. Okay. 
That's number one. (laughs) Number two, are you saving up? Are you putting away for a rainy day? Do you have retained earnings? Because things will happen, hurricanes, election, stock market, crashes, et cetera, that we cannot, wars that we cannot anticipate necessarily. No one would have thought I got married February 29th, 2020 on leap year. And we went on our honeymoon. We were having the time of our lives. We came back and boom, the pandemic was here. And we were like, our heads were spinning, my husband and I. Like, what? What is this? It it was a lot to take in. And that's how it was for everybody. Now, I want you to think of this. So the pandemic serves as, okay, this could happen again. Or, you know, they're talking about a second wave or just something similar to this could happen again. How am I not going to be caught with my pants down the next time? is really what you really need to be asking yourself. The fact that my firm was already virtual and the fact that I leaned into my marketing plan, I didn't get scared and stop. The fact that I took this time. So what I did is I took this time to uh, rebrand my website. I took this time to record my podcast. I took this time to create my online course that will be launching probably in the new year. I took this time to hire my A-team staff. Oh, love my staff. And um, I took this time to uh, level up my customer service experience. I took this time, you know, and also (laughs) let me say this as well. I did have a two-week period where I was in complete panic mode crying and just didn't know what was happening. I always give myself a time limit. We are humans. We are allowed to process emotions. I also go to a therapist, okay, to help me process my emotions. So I'm not saying I was superwoman. Um, There was one month, I believe it was April, that my business for the first time did not operate, um, earn a profit. It, it, It was operating in negative. This is the first time ever. However, because I planned, because I had retained earnings, I wasn't on my butt. You know what I mean? So that's the point. That's the point. So there's some things that I definitely want you guys to journal about because this is going to set you up because you may be saying, well, then how do I start to plan? You know, don't, I don't want you to get caught up in I have to have this particular journal. It has to look like this. These, it don't have to be pretty. You just have to do it. It really is that simple. So I'm going to ask you to write down these three things, these three questions and write out the answers and think about it. Be thoughtful. Don't give me one or two. Give me, give me a paragraph each. Um, if you can, or at least two sentences, some, some meaty sentences there. Okay. What is your mindset? What is your current mindset as it pertains to your business? Do you have a growth mindset or do you have a famine mindset? Mm -hmm. And what are you actively doing to level up your mindset? Whatever your life looks like now is the result of your current thinking. If you want your life to look different, you have to level up your thinking. Now, you may need to get a coach, a mindset coach to do that. You may need to get a therapist to do that. You may be able to sort of do that on your own by reading certain books and things of that sort. You may need all three, depending on how stinking your thinking is. 
but with respect to your business or whatever goal you may have, what is your mindset? What kind of mind? And this is not a foo-foo law. What are your thoughts? What are the thoughts you're consistent? That's another way to say, what are the thoughts that you are keeping? Now, you know what the thoughts are because the results don't lie. And the Bible said, we know, we'll know them by their fruit. We don't want to be like the fig tree that was fruitless and then Jesus cursed. If you're a fig tree, you're supposed to produce fig. Where's the fig? If you are a business, you're supposed to produce money. Where's the money, honey? <laughs> Where's the money? Okay. You're supposed to create generational wealth. You're supposed to be able to create time. You're supposed to be able to use those things to serve your community and family and live your big, fat, juicy life. If you're not, there's something going on with your thinking. And I want to know, are you taking a coaching program? Are you committing to listening to this podcast or another podcast, you know, a couple times a week? What are you doing? I like, I read one, I read about four books a, a month. I read several business books and I actually haven't been reading a lot of fictional books. I used to, I don't have the time, but I read a lot of business books. So if I'm struggling in an area, I will look up a book on that area. I'll look for recommendations and I'll read it. And honestly, books change your life. Podcasts change your life. But after you listen to the podcast and read the book, you have to take action and you just have to get sick and tired of your own mess. You just have to want the thing you say you want as bad as you think you want it. I'm going to let you digest that. Um, And I can't jump in your body and want it that bad for you. But if you're there, follow this. So what is your mindset and what are you doing differently? You can just put put coaching. You can say gratitude journal, whatever that is. Now, the second question, what is your plan? So if you say coaching in the first one, I'm going to join the unicorn entrepreneur coaching program. And in order to do that, I'm going to save X amount of dollars. I'm going to listen to three different podcasts on three different areas that I'm struggling. One was weight, a one on mindset and one on sales. And I'm going to listen to them, you know, on my lunch break when I'm going on a walk, I need tangible. I need specific, which days I need you then to put reminders in your phone. I need you not to Beat yourself up if you miss a day and just get back on that horse because you're a unicorn. And that's what we do. We get results. We don't make excuses and we don't beat ourselves up when we fall short. We just get better. Now, and then the last thing I want you to ask, what is your why? Why? Why do you want this? Why do you want to make more money? Why do you want to start a business? Why do you want to actually live the life you were put here to live? Why? And that, and there's no right why, by the way. <laughs> what is your why? All right. I want you to write these things down and plaster it on your wall, plaster it on your bathroom wall with stickies, put reminders that pop up on, you know, your phone and Evernote or, you know, notes or whatever, or just on your Google calendar. I want you to look at these questions and these answers at least five times a day. And then let me know how that has worked for you and how that's transformed your life. I've done it. It transforms you. It transforms your life because you start to meditate on those things. Once you start to meditate on something, action follows. Okay. Action follows. Now there's a, here are some other things I want you guys to do to get you on track, to finish strong in this um, fourth quarter, to boss up, to set yourself up, to be 
who you want to be in 2021, 2025, 2025. You have to speak to the 2025, that version of yourself. Are you going to serve that version of yourself well now? Are you going to eat healthily and set him or her up to be healthy? Or are you going to set him or her up to be on a lot of medication and not be able to be very mobile? Are you going to set that person up to be able to travel and to take care of their family and to take care of their community and to be a blessing to others? Or are you going to set that person up to have to always beg, always live hand to mouth, kind of be bitter, jealous, small? I'm just curious. Which one are you going to do? I know what I'm going to do. Now, I want you to look back and evaluate your performance. You have to be able to measure. For me, it's money in the business. If we're talking about business, it's the money. We're talking about weight, it's inches. I have my husband take my measurements. And sometimes I don't want to be bothered with the scale. It fluctuates too much. If it's spiritual growth, it's the fruit of the spirit. Do I see those things in my life? If it's relational, what are the quality? What's the quality of that relationships looking like? How's the communication? What's the satisfaction level? How am I investing? How am I showing up for my husband? How am I showing up for my friendship? Am I being, you know, impeccable with my word? So whatever the category is, look back and evaluate. So something I do is I look at the, my, let's say, fourth quarter in QuickBooks um, for the first year of my business. And I look at second and third and I see the difference in how much I made in each year. And I ask myself, what am I doing different? What's the difference in expenses? What's the difference in, um, how much I'm paying in payroll? I, you, you need data and the data doesn't lie. I think Jay-Z said men lie, women lie, numbers do not lie. So I like to look at the objective evidence as much as possible. And I ask you to do the same thing. It's very important. Now, I also want you to measure your year-to-date performance. I measure myself as a manager. I measure myself marketing. I have marketing goals. A good rule of thumb, and I've said it before, is if you want to make a certain amount, you need to be spending 10%. You need to extrapolate backwards. If I want to make a million dollars, then I need to be spending 10% of a million dollars in marketing alone. And then you can divide that number by 12 and then you can get what you need to be spending monthly, et cetera. That number works. Thank you. I'm giving this, I'm giving you free game, free 99. This is stuff people, you got to pay 10, $15,000 for their mastermind. I'm giving it to you for free. Now I want you to focus, define the number that you want to make this quarter. So I think you should also be ridiculous. 10X it, be be crazy, don't be realistic. So you may, if you're currently making $20,000 a month or $5,000 a month, say, I want to see how I can triple that each month. Get crazy. What do I need to do? What are key performance indicators of my business? And how can I, and I'll tell you, it's going to be a marketing adjustment. It's going to be a sales. It's going to be an offer adjustment. And that's why sometimes it's really good to have coaches because you can probably figure out yourself. It might take you years where someone who has the blueprint can give it to you in an hour. And as I, I told you, time is finite. So, you know, that's valuable. So you can get to that money now and be investing it now and be eating it, eating from it now instead of figuring it out the hard way. Okay. 
Now, let's say you want to hire to increase revenue. That's your goal. I wanted to just give you an example. Your focus should be drafting a job description, allocating a budget for the new hire. I suggest having at least three months of whatever that person's salary is going to be. Now, if you can't do a full-time person, just do a 1099 or per diem, a task-based work. And don't be afraid to hire because you can always fire. And let me tell you, the one thing about a good hire is that that person should be making you more money immediately. And if they're not, then you need to fire them. So don't be afraid. If so, you know, you should refer back to my Do It Afraid episode. I think that's episode number two to get you all the way together. Do it afraid. Now, what I want you to do is focus only on one goal and become obsessive with it. So I just gave you what the things you would do with hiring. So you wouldn't be doing hiring and marketing and redoing your site and changing your offer. First of all, if you're changing too many things at one time, you're not going to be able to know which change impacted in a positive way versus impacted your business in a negative way. Suggest only changing one thing at a time if you're talking about major changes and and then seeing the result because the result does not lie. It does not lie. I talked about it a little bit before, but I'm going to articulate it like this. Consider taking the 10x approach. Whatever your goal is, 10x it. Because that this, the human mind is very interesting. Once you 10x it, you'll find a way. You know, if you reach for the stars and fall short, you're still you're at the moon. You know, that's the point. So you want to make your goal something that's like impossible. You have to have impossible goal. And yes, and then you have to really think, how do I make this impossible goal? And in you trying to figure out, okay, what do I need to do? You're going to push yourself a little bit more. You're going to increase that marketing budget a little bit more. You're going to spend a little bit more on hiring and you're going to get better results. So you have to trick yourself sometimes. Now consider asking yourself, why, why haven't you started that podcast? Why haven't you written that book? Why haven't you hired now? Why is it always next year, six months from now, when the kids get older, um, after I get my degree, when I lose 20 pounds? Let me tell you guys, I I was really afraid to shoot some of these photos for the unicorn and other things because I'm not where I want to be as far as my weight, but I'm, I'm beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Even in me being heavier than I would like, even in me not having uh, the exact physique that I would like. I love the body I have and I'm not going to let it stop me from making my coins. That's silly. My mom always says, we should never lose twice, you know, as I'm trying to snatch this waist and, you know, get myself back to where I'm more comfortable naked, (laughs) then I'm still going to make this money. I'm still going to allow myself to take the photos and all of that, even if I'm not exactly where I need to be. Because I love myself where I'm at. There's so many women I come across and because they're not where they're at, they won't date. I'll start dating after I lose 20 pounds. Well, if he doesn't like you now, (laughs) he doesn't deserve you. You're 20 pounds lighter. Don't get in your own way with foolishness, as the Guyanese people will say. Pure foolishness. Don't get in your way with that. Do it. Just do it anyway see what happens. You're going to look up and your life is going to be beautiful. You're going to look up and you're going to want to pinch yourself. You're going to look up and you're going to have a business on track to make seven figures. 
you're going to look up and you're going to be on vacation and you're not going to know it's going to like, you're going to be like, this is so surreal. It's not. You dared to do what you were born to do. You dared to do what lives inside of you. You dared to be the unicorn, to be the closer, to be special. You dared to live life to the fullest extent. And that is what I want. 2020 has been really hard year. But I promise you, when you start taking action, when you take that first step, then you take that second step, the universe, God will start working for you and things will just fall into place quicker than you think. Really quick story about uh, two years ago. So it was right before I met my husband, my now husband, I was renting and I, you know, I just moved out here uh, to Florida a couple of years before paying, you know, high amount of money for rent. And my sister, Siobhan, hey, Siobhan, was like, why don't you, we go looking for some homes? You can qualify. And I was like, well, my student loans, I don't think I'm going to be able to qualify. Well, that was silly. I didn't know what I was talking about. I just made that up in my head because I felt like I had a high student loan amount that I wouldn't qualify. Turns out my sister, my mom and I, we went to this community. We looked at places. I saw one that I really loved. It was amazing. It was beautiful. They pulled me into the sales office. They said, well, just, let's just run you and see what's up. And I qualified. Boom. <laughs> I qualified. Now, I didn't ultimately buy a house then because I met my husband. And we fell in love very quickly and we decided we wanted to get married. And I wanted to push it back to you know, buying a house till after we got married. But I got qualified. And I was like, it blew my mind. And the point of that story is that you are qualified. <laughs> you know, you are qualified and you don't even know you're qualified. These things that you're telling yourself that you don't have enough education, that your tooth is crooked, that your too, your stomach is a little too round. These are just lies from the pits of hell. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to. And also you can qualify yourself. That's number one. You can't wait for someone else to validate you, validate yourself. And, you know, go out there and do the damn thing. Yes, 2020 has been hard. 2021 will be amazing if you make it amazing. If you come out of this better, if you come out of this with a plan, if you come out of this relentless, I promise you, unicorn friends, I promise you. So I just want to leave you with this. Let's go get them, unicorns. Want to be a part of a community of amazing women unicorns crushing it in life and business? Then head over to our private Facebook community, The Unicorn Entrepreneur. It's free and fabulous. The benefits are plentiful. Community of forward-thinking women, access to me. And if you're enjoying the conversations we're having here on the podcast, we continue some of those conversations and we deep dive. We look forward to serving you. Let's go get them, unicorns. Unicorns.